the Bible Study Podcast, episode 403. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Psalms with Psalms 70 and 71. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We've got a shorter psalm, Psalm 70, another psalm of David today, and then Psalm 71. And then also I do have an announcement, which is I have decided that I am going to do half of the book of Psalms, which means I'm going to end it after Psalm 75, and then we're going to do another study. haven't figured out which, but I'm currently thinking jumping back into the New Testament. I just need a New Testament fix. Here is Psalm 70. Hasten, O God, to save me. Come quickly, Lord, to help me. May those who want to take my life be put to shame and confusion. May all who desire my ruin be turned back in disgrace. May those who say to me, Aha, aha, turn back from their shame. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who long for your saving help always say, The Lord is great. But as for me, I am poor and needy. Come quickly to me, O God. You are my help and my deliverer. Lord, do not delay. Both of these two psalms, Psalm 70 and Psalm 71, are petitions. And this one is similar to some of the other ones that we have done. One of the reasons that we're going to cover two psalms, because we've got this relatively familiar theme at this point. And probably also one of the reasons why I'm going to take a little break here from psalms. David again finds himself in need of help and is calling out to God. David takes a lot of inspiration for Psalms from being in this sort of situation where someone is trying to take his life. And that just reminded me, it's interesting how it can be these difficult times where we do some of the most important growth. That doesn't mean a desire for any of you, nor for me, for that matter, to go through difficult times. And yet we have to admit that sometimes it is those very times that really test our faith and can cause our faith to grow. Now, I've been talking for the last couple of weeks, I've brought up a few times a cousin of mine, who, a father's cousin actually, who was deathly sick. In fact, they were already planning his funeral, and I had mentioned that he wasn't dead. Well, they actually just took him off of hospice, uh, meaning that they now think he is a survivor and not someone who is just about to die, as they said at least three times, that you know now at this point we expect him to be dead tomorrow. And I think about how that experience, they're coming out of this, And it was a terrible experience, obviously. But they reached out to family, they reached out to friends, they reached out to friends from their church, and they called desperately for prayer. And as they now are facing this new diagnosis, this diagnosis that he will get better, they are facing it with this renewed hope and this renewed understanding that God can heal and that prayers can be answered. And so often we find these difficult times can be times of growth. And so I wonder if that is why David writes so many of these psalms, why so many times when he finds himself in these situations, he is inspired to put it to song. He's inspired to put it to music. He's inspired to write a song that we now remember as a psalm. And he is praying that all of those who try to take his life be put to shame. Basically, he's saying, may all of those people also find out that you answer prayer. May all of those people 
who desire my ruin be disgraced. Basically, see that my prayers to you, God, will be answered, and they will be frustrated. And then conversely, may all of those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you as we are rejoicing with this cousin who has now been healed or is now being healed. May those who long for your saving help always say the Lord is great and how easy it is afterwards to say the Lord is great and to see the answer of prayer. Now, of course, we have other friends who are still going through those dark times, who are still urgently in need of prayer, urgently in need of prayers of healing. And we have those who've lost loved ones who who I pray for every day that God would comfort them, sometimes in completely tragic situations, horrible, horrible situations. But God is our deliverer. And so David says, I am poor and needy. Come quickly to me, God. Do not delay. Continuing on to Psalm 71. The writer of this psalm is unknown, a little longer psalm, and it goes like this. In you, Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, rescue me and deliver me. Turn your ear to me and save me. Be my rock of refuge to which I can always go. Give the command to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of those who are evil and cruel. For you have been my hope, sovereign Lord, my confidence since my youth. From birth I have relied on you. You brought me forth from my mother's womb. I will ever praise you. I have become a sign to many. You are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise, declaring your splendor all day long. The psalmist here is someone who has been faithful to God for a long time, someone who has had confidence in God for a long time, someone who is in need of the help of God in a serious way. But he calls to God his rock and fortress, his rock, the thing that he relies on that will not move, and his fortress, the strength that keeps him safe. And again, like David, he calls out for deliverance, deliverance from the evil and deliverance from the wicked. Deliverance from those who are evil, wicked, and cruel. And the psalmist continues, Do not cast me away when I am old. Do not forsake me when my strength is gone. For my enemies speak against me. Those who wait to kill me conspire together. They say God has forsaken him. Pursue him and seize him. For no one will rescue him. Do not be far from me, my God. Come quickly, God, to help me. May my accusers perish in shame. May those who want to harm me be covered with scorn and disgrace. As for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. We get the sense that the psalmist is growing old, and the psalmist has been leading a faithful life, but he is weary. His strength is gone. And he's concerned now that after a lifetime of faithfulness, that God not forget him, but also that other people don't see him as weak and don't overpower him in his old age. But we know God. God is not one who throws away those who are old. We think of Simeon. We think of Anna in the temple, seeing the baby Jesus. Simeon, who says, my eyes have seen your salvation. Now let your servant depart in peace. Not forgotten by God, though he had grown old, though he had grown weak. Though his eyes may have been dim, still he was allowed to see the salvation of God. God remembers those who are weak and cares especially for them. So while the psalmist says, when I'm old and gray, do not forsake me, that is not what God does. But it's also not what the people of God should do. And that's something that we should remember. 
Your righteousness, God, reaches to the heavens. You who have done great things, who is like you, God? Though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again from the depths of the earth. You will again bring me up. You will increase my honor and comfort me once more. I will praise you with the harp for your faithfulness, my God. I will sing praise to you with the lyre, Holy One of Israel. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praise to you, I whom you have delivered. My tongue will tell of your righteous acts all day long, for those who wanted to harm me have been put to shame and confusion. It's interesting how the psalmist again starts with a prayer for deliverance and ends with confidence of deliverance. Those who want to harm me have been put to shame. Again, that pattern in Psalms, how we start with asking and we end with praise. Praise of a God whose righteousness reaches to the heavens. The psalmist, though he's seen difficult times, though he has seen bitter times, many bitter times, has confidence that God will restore him again. We end with singing, we end with playing the harp, and we end with praise. I pray that whatever you're going through this week, you will find a song of praise on your lips as well. For we know that God is faithful, and we know that God answers prayers. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest, all as Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Want to learn more about God and his will for your life one verse at a time? I'm Quinise Petway, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. I'm inviting you to tune in and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.